1: Welcome to the number one Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, Daddy MacDook. I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Hoji Dr. Gizmoji. Yeah, that's right. And John Sinatra Sheeran. And guys, so, I mean, when you look at the Bengals now... Right. Okay, look at Joe Burrow, FedEx, Player of the Year, AFC, MVP.
2: That's because he overnights the ball right into the end zone.
1: I mean... I mean look let's just say I mean, we've had Bengals have great statistical games but this guy did it in prime time yeah. he was the best player of the week in yes. prime time after they were down by two touchdowns
2: in the prime of his life yeah. because it doesn't get any better after after you're in your early 20s it's all downhill from there Good yeah enough. i mean yeah so
1: i guess i guess this is this is my question when I say who they I, I'm being I'm being
2: serious. Yeah, being it's serious. a legitimate question. It's a philosophical I mean, it's a bit, question. Now, I don't see them the, ever the, losing so, again. If I, I believe it was the great Socrates who first asked that question, who right. they? Yeah, who they?
1: Yeah. I mean, it is right after I mean, just contemplating your own existence. It's like, can anybody defeat me? And now, when I look at the Bengals, when yeah. I look at Joe Burrow, did you see his mic up? And he was like, Oh, I see. We are behind now. Okay, put the ball in my hands. Well, he, learned some, I, he,
2: he learned some bad words over the summer, so we got to have a talk.
1: Yeah. But well, he did play the series you know, last season, but, but I, mean, I, think, I think it was basically he was like, oh, I see. We could lose this game. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Put the ball in my hands. Let's go win this game. And, yeah. and my thing is, I don't know why no quarterbacks ever thought of that before for the Bengals. But, I mean, if the approach is let us just win every game, who day? That's my question. Who could defeat that mentality? Where was the huh. approach
3: in week two is what I want to know. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think week two, I think what happened in week two, John. Week was two that, was
2: Dalton day. Mm. Well, let us go to the he second He was the who. He was the who, Andy Dalton.
1: Yeah, I think just seeing Andy Dalton's face makes you hate the game of football. I mean, I don't, I don't know to wow. put the guy down. But what I mean is that it's just kind of like, You're like, what is the point of trying? I mean, because like, what if I, you know, what if my whole career is meaningless? It's kind of like, like the whole, uh, you know, philosophy thing, Hoji was talking about. You know, sometimes you just like, is life, is that it? Is that all there is? And then I think Joe Burrow got caught up in those thoughts. But but look, I think the main thing is, and that is the second topic. I think in the second game, Joe Burrow wasn't Joe Burrowing the offense. He wasn't, he didn't take it over. No. And in the second half of that game, John, you, you tell me what you think. I saw him just kind of like, you know, he was like, this is my team. I'm the coach. I change things. I do what I want. He,
3: he was cooking. Like, there's no other explanation. You score four times in four possessions. Only one of them didn't result in the touchdown. And that was because that was the game-winning field goal. You're on fire, man. And the Jaguars had an exploitable defense. We knew this going into that game. And for whatever reason they didn't take advantage of that in the first half and they were very timid. They were very passive with their approach and their game planning and their play calling. And like the Jaguars are up fourteen nothing because they're facing the quarterback who can sling it and can take advantage of a battered secondary. And next thing you know, you're down by two touchdowns on one of the biggest nights of your recent franchise history. You have these legends here that are gonna get, gonna get their Ring of Honor jackets. You have the largest Thursday night audience in recent history. Like, what are you doing? Like yeah. and, and I think yeah. that's why the just yeah you
2: don't you, you don't want to drop a turret in front of Kenny Anderson you know what I mean yeah. I, I I agree John may I just comment but here? Uh, speaking I, I,
1: of that I mean that is well I mean when you did meet him for the first time you were you
2: were you were you know kind of a starstruck yeah I dropped I mean, a few turrets you know John I want to say I really love the way you talk I think you have a future in sports journalism yeah. me I should say I want everybody to know this is really just my platform I'm trying to get the job on the View. Yeah. And if I can get that, I've made it.
1: Yeah. Well, look, speaking of the view, we have a very lovely sight, some eye candy for you. I'm talking about the former NFL player is going to join us. Oh, yeah. Mike Vall. He-day. Yeah. And can we go to the next topic, which, by the way, you might say, hey, there's a typo. There's an extra yeah. R. But when Joe Burrow is on such a roll. You yeah. know, you just put all the orders that you can in there. A, yeah, that is the jaboro. But Mike, look, thank you for coming on our show so much. Thank you so thank much. Thank you for
0: having me, guys. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
1: Now, Mike, you are the host of the Believe in the Packers Crunch on the Roll. Can you? I'm sorry, can you? What is the? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, Aman and I do. Amano Green and I, the Packers. I'm leading Russia. We get together on Mondays and put together an on my block podcast. So Packers podcast, just like you guys, we talk to Packers. We, we, we digress a lot, as you can imagine, as, as it sounds like you you do as well, but uh, a lot of football, a lot of insider, uh, kind of uh, some insider insight to uh, what really happened in the game. A lot of trench warfare information and, and just trying to talk about old school football and how we can kind of bring that back. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, that's great. I mean, so you, I mean, obviously, you played in the NFL for, I think, 11 years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I mean, you know, Hoji was a QB coach at Malibu
2: High. Yeah, online. Online equally
1: know the insider side of the
2: game. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Is that right
2: next to to Bayside High? Uh, Well, you know, Bayside High, I believe, was based is a fictional school based on our school. Our school was an online school. And, And really, you know, it is good to talk. Mano imano to some to an equal, you know. Yeah. I I got to say one thing I want to say about this the, about having you on the show and about uh, about the Burrow vs. thing is, If I had to pick one team that excited me after the Bengals, and it's ironic because I'm a vegan, I don't eat cheese, it would be the Packers. And I've always like I've, I've liked the Packers because I, what I like about them is they've had those big QBs. They, had, you know, I like Favre, and I have to say I think Aaron Rogers is the man. But and, and I don't know if it's too early to discuss this. I really wonder how much of the man he can be against our defense because the Bengals defense is spectacular. You what know,
1: we, we, well, we want to focus on, but well, first of all, you mentioned the cheese, and and actually, Mike, I really do think there's a connection between these two teams. And John, you can you can come chime in here. You look at the Bengals and the Packers; they both focus on the draft, you know. And uh, I mean, it just, it just it just it's not explain just that there.
2: explain that because because well, you know what I mean Ma- is that... Michael and I Michael and I are the pros, and we didn't really understand what you meant. So please. please.
1: What I mean is that they don't tend to spend on outside free agents. The Bengals kind of changed that trend the past couple of years, and I think it's partly because they've, they haven't hit on a lot of draft picks, and so they've supplemented that. But, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of comparisons. And, I mean, what, I mean, the cheese is just a small one, but I mean, right. you guys produce the cheese, and we use, I think, the, John, what's the stat? Like 75% of cheddar cheese is actually used on Cincinnati chili. It so I Michael, mean, it's a very
2: of- constipated city. Cincinnati, yeah, but, If you ever come, yeah, you are a constipated the, people.
1: But I, when I went, for the longest time, and John can 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 you you guys remember when I said this? The Bengals, because of the way they build, my model for success was Aaron Rodgers. So my my idea was, if they can get to Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter. And and please, I, I I'm you can you can you can totally, you know, re- refute this, but. Mike McCarthy was not the greatest head coach, necessarily. You know, it's not the franchise that necessarily was spending big or could make all the moves they won, but they had that one superstar.
2: yeah,
1: And mm-hmm. he was the offense. And he yeah. was the hope. And he was the whole identity.
2: And he was the dream.
1: When they won the Super Bowl. And I mean, I don't want to be too... I don't want to get carried away here, okay? But when I watch Aaron Rodgers... I see a little joe burrow in him you know i mean i think that he has those joe burrow traits and
2: so
3: i, yeah, I, I, think, joe burrow, I, I think
2: i think rogers does have the potential to be an older uh more accomplished joe burrow
3: no yes. but, 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 yeah. but mike is laughing because it, it would be really hard for rogers to uh, achieve that level of success and that level of talent so it's, it's going to yeah. take Certainly. him a little bit but you know it's possible. But, yeah.
1: But, Mike, I mean, look, you, you've seen – I mean, you didn't play with Rodgers, I don't think. I think you were – No, I
3: was, I was a Brett Favre guy. But you,
0: oh, I'm, yeah. sure you
1: I'm sure you have seen let's, him up close. Let's, and you, let's you know. just talk
2: about Brett Favre for the rest of the show. I love that guy. He's a man. He is man.
1: Yeah, but, but, but please. So, look, what do you, you – You probably have a more nuanced kind of idea of how to build an NFL team from what I just said. I know the Packers had a lot of great players, but – do you think that in the franchise where you don't necessarily have the best coaches, you don't spend the most on, let's you know, coaching and the scouting and free agents, maybe just having that one hero superstar is the only formula that could work? And that's what the Bengals have now.
0: Mike, well, I think the tough. Yeah, I think the tough part is with with the team like Green Bay, especially when they won the Super Bowl. I think it was in 2009, right? right. That motivated yeah. coaching staff, you know, relatively new to, new to the area. Motivated coaching staff. They had a, they had a ton of talent. They had, a, I mean, yeah. there gonna be guys like. You know, BJ Raji, yeah. um, uh, Nick Collins, Matthews on defense. I mean, they had a lot of talent. Exactly. And obviously, you think about Greg Jennings, you think about Donald Driver. You, I mean, they've got just players everywhere. Um, their offensive line has been. I mean, their offensive line has really been good since about 2002. You know, and that's one thing that that a lot of like the when I look at the Bengals, I, I just I watched a couple, I watched a couple of clips from your last couple, you know, two games just to keep up to speed with you guys. You don't have very good offensive and defensive lines, and and no. that's that's a consequence of of, a, of things drafting, developing, picking up the right guys in free agency. That's a that's a consequence of of what kind of offense you want to run, you know how long the quarterback holds the ball. I mean, the best thing that the Burrow did last week was what really get rid of the ball before he could get walloped more often than nice. not, and, and and having a guy like Jamar Chase. And so when you talk about having that one kind of meteoric player that can make the difference in the franchise, certainly it's gotta be the quarterback, but you have to have those complimentary guys and
1: well, look at okay. Jamar Chase, right, Counter, that's, that's who it but, is. No, 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 but, no, 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 nah. Well, Wait. look, John, John is going, has a lot to say about that. Nah. I know I can see it from his face, nah. but I'm going to save that for the battle of the trenches. Nah. But no, I just want to say one real quick thing, and then Hoji, you can, uh, Mike, what you're describing, okay, the Bengals put around Andy Dalton, all the stuff you said. And, and I would say that Marvin Lewis and his coaching staff was not worse than Zach Taylor in terms of, in terms of understanding, you know, coaching at the highest level. Zach looks like he has more hope, but I think that's because of Joe Burrow. But, but we did no. do that. We did build the offensive line. We had that offensive line for a good few years. Other than Russell Bodine, we had, a, mm-hmm. we had the top offensive line and, and no. it didn't work because we didn't have that hero. and, 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 and and I'm going to told you,
2: yeah. Go ahead. I disagree with everything you're saying, Matthew. Yeah. So first of all, Zach is a better coach than Marvin. Even though I love Marvin, the one thing that Zach that Zach is doing right is is accountability and all that. We, we had some problems. I mean, like the whole Von Tez thing, the whole seniority thing. I mean, I I like Zach's culture more than the old culture. But that aside, I think what Mike and I are agreeing with is the last time that the Packers won a Super Bowl was the last time that their defense was a top rated defense and that's what matters and i think that's what the Bengals have this year that's what kept them in all the games we've had is that their defense this year is a top rated top 10 defense and that's so, what's going to matter
1: well that is a good point point. and let us move on to injuries in the defensive
0: back well, i,
2: I want to hear what Mike's got to say about what i said yeah. mike maybe mike liked what i said
0: mike. and then i'll be famous I'll well, be the view. well i i think i think time will tell if your team's a top 10 defense Right, you haven't played. You haven't played offensive juggernauts, really. Would you Chicago, Pittsburgh, Jaguars, Minnesota? So we'll see how you do. against a team that really has answers at every level, right? You have answers. Your offensive line, running back, tight end, wide receiver, and you have the best quarterback, arguably the best quarterback in the league, certainly the best quarterback in the NFC. So we'll see how like, that plays out. Yeah, I know your coaches. Um, I, I was with your coaches in Miami. I know Zach Taylor. I I, I know your your defensive coordinator. And they don't mix up a lot of, I mean, he's not disguising a lot of coverages. So there's going to be some things he has to change up. Now we have, you know, I think there's some matchup problems there. The thing that happens when you play a team like the Bengals, if you're Green Bay, is that I don't want to call it a trap game because NFL teams are all very, very talented, right? But sometimes we don't account for how just how good Joe Burrow is. Like we don't give that one player enough credit and understand that he can do some magical things. And so we underestimate that team a little bit, and that's really kind of my concern. I, your only I would,
2: concern, yeah. your only concern is that, that, that this underdog might not be as under and as much of a dog as you think. but I, I got to say, I like the way you cut, you cut your criticism like you cut a fine piece of cheese. Yeah, I think this is a team defense that's proven itself. I mean, this year these guys are hot, they are yeah. spicy. They are looking good. Yeah
1: I mean, Mike, I mean really uh, it is not just uh, let me be clear. Joe Burrow is great, but he's—I mean, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase is great, you know. T. Higgins, yes. uh, you know, T. Higgins could be back, but Tyler Boyd is great. He's a great football player, you know. I mean, I don't know if the stats or whatever. Is Joe Mixon
0: playing this week? Is Joe Mixon
2: playing? Joe Mixon, I'm not sure. Not playing.
3: He's out he's with an ankle.
2: He's out, right, right, yeah. John. Joe, but, Joe, Burrow, uh, Joe, Joe Mixon out with ankle.
3: Yeah, Joe Mixon's probably going to be out. The Packers are three-point favorites, and this is a trap game for them. That's that's shocking. To it's me. it's. Well, so
0: we don't care about, I mean, listen, we, when you're a player, you're not really thinking about point spread and everything. And, and I'm not, again, I'm not suggesting, I'm trying to use specifically said it's not like a trap game. But when I look at like, when you watch this tape, the, the dynamic, um, the scheme is not as dynamic. Joe Burrow historically has held the ball for a long, he's doing a much better job of that um, more recently. You know, you look at it from my standpoint, like we have a lot of matchup problems because defensively, even though Joe Mixon's not playing, you guys, we don't have a very strong pass rush up the middle. So right. Burrows might be able to might be able to get those those balls off a little bit more. We don't really have an answer for your new number one draft pick. We have two DBs that could potentially be our two starters could potentially be out. Stokes could be yeah. the only guy that has been playing a significant amount of time playing cornerback. Um you guys have somebody at every level that can affect our defense. And yeah. so they could score they could potentially score a lot of points. Now Wait. I'm just I guess what I'm saying on the other side is I think that the Packers can score a ton of points in this game.
2: Well that is no, Mike, that, that is, that's, that's, that's exactly that's, Mike, that's exactly that's exactly what I'm I I'm pushing yeah. back against. Yes. Well
1: that is the topic. I think, yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah, think but, that it's the Bengals defense that's gonna surprise you,
1: Mike. Well I, I mean think Jesse Bates
2: yeah. look, Jesse Bates is back, John.
1: He's probably going to play. He's back. I mean he's dealing with right?
2: DJ that is John. Yeah. DJ yeah. John.
1: And DJ. and yeah. then Chidobe Shadobe is he going to be back or no?
3: He's he was limited Wednesdays, so it's it's probably fifty-fifty at this point. So he's I mean, probably going to be
2: all you can eat on Sunday.
1: So I do think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. But I would just say this, Mike, because I, I feel I feel a little threatened by you know your your kind of uh, performative display of of it's, It is like when the when the when the nation and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but has a military display to kind of kind oh of uh, ruin the morale of weaker. Well, no, oh my I gosh. mean, yeah. And, and I would say this, John shared in his Twitter, which, by the way, you should be following. If you, if you want to know anything about the Bengals, please follow John's Twitter. And he shared a clip of Aaron Rodgers. And if Rogers. you want vegan
2: recipes, you should follow mine. Okay.
1: He, he shared a clip of Aaron Rodgers on Dan Lebatard show. It was last year or something. And he was recalling point by point the last time that the Packers played in Cincinnati and obviously lost to Cincinnati. And if you could tell, it was very traumatic and it was deeply imprinted on his psyche. And it reminded me of the last time that Hoji used my guest bathroom and, you know, he is vegan and he eats a lot Yeah. and I remember every detail, what time it was, you know, what, what the, it goes right through me,
2: Mike, it goes right through me
1: And, 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 and Aaron Rodgers, believe me, he is not thinking of this as a trap game. He said, I always throw interceptions against Cincinnati.
0: Do you think that's a good thing for your team or a bad thing?
1: I think if you saw the first segment, it was called Who Day. And I really don't think the Bengals can be defeated by anybody. That is the confidence that Joe Burrow has. That is the confidence I have. Now, look, I predicted them to go 15-2. and So they still have one more game to lose. I don't know which one will be. Anybody but the Bears. In my heart, in my heart, I know that they are very much in every single game with joe burrow at the helm that is my that is my kind of take moving on to battle of the trenches now john mike talked about the weak defensive line which i'm sure you will take issue with and he talked about the offensive line now i just want to say something about the offensive line it hasn't been great but you know they allowed 10 sacks joe burrow might be attributed with some of them but john i mean there have been points in games like when they're on that roll. You know, there was that last play where to CJ Uzama for set up the field goal where the, the offensive line collapsed, okay? They blitzed. They had nothing. They didn't know what to do, which I think maybe with a Chris Evans, maybe with someone picking up the blitz, right, John, maybe that will help a little bit. But other than that, I mean, they haven't been bad. And so, so I want John to talk both offensive line and defensive line, yeah.
3: I think with this Packers matchup, you have Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, and Rashawn Gary, who was a first-round pick from a couple years ago all really athletic, all really talented. Like It's another one of those matchups where you have multiple guys on the other side of the ball that can win one-on-one matchups, which was what we talked about before the Minnesota game, before the Chicago game, which is obviously the offensive line's two worst outings. So now you have an offensive line that's going to have the same five starters for the third straight week. You still have Jackson Carmen at right guard. The communication should still be there, but you have potential athletic mismatches on the edges and whatnot. But on the other side of the ball, I, I think like at this point we have to give credit to the defensive line for basically carrying this defense the secondary has been injured for most of the season this should be the first time when you have all five starters out there but I look at the Packers offensive line and I look at the Bengals defensive line and it's hard to tell it's hard to say that the Bengals have a have a disadvantage there you have DJ Reader and BJ Hill playing their best football you have Trey Hendrickson being one of the best better edge rushers in the game the Packers are on their third left tackle right now we don't know if Elgin Jenkins is gonna play in this game their center Josh Myers is a rookie he's not practicing right now we don't Their right guard is not very good like they don't have the same offensive line that, that no. carried this offense and Ryan Rodgers for the, the last couple years now so i don't know if i found the Bengals if i'm even worried about the packers offensive line yeah wow uh mike they've been you, they've been downgraded is,
2: john yeah. dropped the knowledge yeah. on mm. on
1: the, the show and with, I, I and just, with that yeah.
2: sweet voice if i yeah. never really i mean narrates my I, biography i wanted to be john with that microphone
1: i understood about five percent of it but i'm convinced but go ahead please
0: yeah certainly i i think well preston smith and and gary are gonna i think that is a, a mismatch with your with your tackles um are they going to get home are they going to rush bro in the in the manner that's going to kind of get him off the spot and and create time i don't know they're still like especially gary gary's showing a lot of promise but it's still a work in progress we don't have anybody in the middle including kenny clark he's he's a he might be playing an all pro level in the run game but he just doesn't have the numbers to back it up in the pass game so we really don't get that inside pressure unless we bring extra or like the lineup and, and maybe get Gary standing up. He did last week and he just pulled the center on the third play of the game and get you. We're just trying to get guys off the spot. Right. Um, on the flip side, you know, the Packers are, they were starting three rookies. John Runyon Jr. Is John and Jr. Is one of my favorite players to watch now at left guard. Um, they have, I think they have like high class problems when Jenkins comes back and then when bacteria comes back. I don't know what they're going to do there. Um, Myers has been playing well. See, I I think the right guard's been playing pretty well, honestly. Um, Billy Turner is just really, really solid. He was my player of the game last week, playing against uh, T.J. Watt for for most of the game. And then Yosh coming in, and Yosh just had two games against Nick Bosa, and then, you know, various players over there. But he had had T.J. Watt, he had 56, he had a couple different guys. He played against Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram really is a special player and gave him a, a lot of trouble last week. But... Listen, when the Packers – something happens when Aaron Rodgers get in, gets in a rhythm and they get in a rhythm and, they're, and the pair, Aaron and the play caller are on the same page, it, it stops being about who's on defense or how talented you are. And it just kind of – there's something that happens that they're just in this rhythm. It's really tough to get them out of. And so – That's may, what I was saying. It, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was it, saying. It's just about it very Aaron Rodgers. Difficult. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, but, it's but, about – it.
3: go,
2: go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Mike. Well, ahead.
0: I was just, just going to say it's it's – I I use him probably as as just a name that represent the entire offense, but like last week they had a a five or six play series against, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still the Pittsburgh Steelers on defense. They're struggling on offense. They still have some really good players on defense. And, you know, they went, they went motion, toss, right motion, toss, left motion down the pipe, five step drop out of scat, out of scat protection shot, a three step drop. And then they did a, um, an RPO with a, a quick screen to Devontae Adams, like six plays in a row. If you're an offensive line, linemen and you're worried about let's say we're worried that that is a, a fair matchup or a mismatch in, in favor of the Bengals when you're calling plays in that manner the offensive line has so much confidence because if you look at those six plays I just discussed there's one time where they're worried about pass pro and all the rest of the time they're coming off the ball they have a three step drop in scat protection when Aaron Rodgers gets rid of the ball every time so yeah. they're building that confidence kind of through the way they play, they play call and then obviously all the weapons they have on, uh, on offense, including the fact that most people are doubling Devontae Adams, and that, that gives us a lot of options.
1: Well, let us get your prediction, Mike. Let us go to
0: predictions.
1: And I want to get Mike's prediction. If you could just look at the yeah. question at the bottom of your screen, and, and how please... much will the
0: Bagels win by?
2: Yeah. Go um, ahead. You can use negative numbers. That's the trick around. Okay, negative that that. numbers. Come on, that was, yes. that was
0: supposed to be the game. So I, th- I think it's going to be. Uh, Twenty-three Bengals to twenty-seven
2: Packers. Okay. That's that's nice. That's nice. I I hope I I hope it's something like that. But with the Bengals winning, I hope it's a close game. That'll yeah. be fun to watch.
0: John, I, listen, I, yeah. I I think the Bengals. Are gonna, I think this is going to be a very good game. I don't yeah. think this is. And I I should have thrown out the word trap. I think this is going to be a very very competitive game. But yeah, I do, I do, do think it. the Packers are, are better are the better team at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers is a much more mature quarterback than we last played in Cincinnati in 2013. I think max, he throws five interceptions. You know what I mean? Probably <laughs> closer in the three range. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think he's... You mean for the season?
1: No, no against no, the no, Bengals. No, against
0: the, the Bengals, yeah. You know, I know, this, be, is not,
2: I know this is not the time nor the place, but I got to ask because I am an Aaron Rodgers fan. I mean, what is up? after this year, what the Packers going to do? I think, isn't Aaron Rodgers on his way out the door, and what are they going to do?
0: It's a great, I I have no idea, it's a great question, but it's like you saw Mike Tomlin and them kind of smiling at each other on the sideline and the the clock starts up. But you really have to think about it from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. If he wants to keep playing football, where else is he going to, where can he go that's better than Green Bay? Well, like where uh, can Pittsburgh. you go? I, I mean, Pittsburgh. I, I, I,
2: I do think. I do think the Aaron Rodgers. But on why the Steelers, would why
0: would why would Pittsburgh want like why would he want to go to with to Pittsburgh Steelers? I given what. the weapons that he has on offense right now on Green, in Green Bay, like why would he want to go there?
2: I think because the weapons in Green Bay they're there, but they're kind of on rental. But, but the Steelers, the Steelers are a great organization. They're going to do anything they can to keep Hold him that. and please him and placate him. Hold they're going to surround him with all the weapons.
1: they the Steelers have let Ben Roethlisberger be on the roster, get paid 20-something million dollars a year for the last five years, yeah. even though he really has been done with football for like five years now, okay? <laughs> and then not only sure. that, but he gets to whine and, and, and blame anybody he wants. He has yeah. all this freedom. He makes everybody the the bad guy. Yeah. And 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 Aaron Rodgers, poor Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, he feels like no one is listening to him. He needed, you know they wanted to make a Super Bowl push. They say, oh, let's draft a quarterback and a running back. Let's do, you know, they do moves that he didn't want. And I think he made it clear. It's not about money. It's not about, I mean, he didn't say it's not about winning, but I think it's about respect. I I I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers has accomplished, you know, so many things. Sure, he didn't throw 60 touchdowns, you know, in his final year of college, like Joe Burrow. Sure, he does a lot of things maybe, but I mean, he's done a lot, you know, and... I do think that at this point, yes, he wants another championship or two. And and by the way, I think he understands the value of good franchises like Pittsburgh. Yes. They're gonna and they're the, gonna
2: love him. They're gonna build so statues and I monuments. I hate to
1: say it. I hate to say it, but I could see him very much being inclined toward the environment of Pittsburgh, even if they don't have the pieces right now. Look, Aaron Rodgers will make those pieces. Yeah. But, and Mike, I mean, Mike, let's you, agree you, that we, none so, of Mike, us want this to think, happen. None of us want this to happen. Devonte Adams, excellent, fantastic receiver. Okay. But, I mean, how many top receivers have we seen play alongside not just Aaron Rodgers, but Brett Favre? You know, so many guys, they have these, like, three or four awesome peaks with these two great quarterbacks. They go elsewhere, and they're not
2: that relevant. I'm not saying Devontae Adams will be like that. And and, and, and in Aaron Rodgers' memory is the way they wronged Brett Favre. And he remembers that. In Aaron Rodgers' memory, he remembers what that organization did to Favre, how they kind of just kind of put him on the raft, but in the new guy. No, and, Favre, didn't go, Favre, Favre, you, you
1: can Favre clarify still this, you can clarify this as a friend of Favre, I'm sure you know much, much more. But if I remember, Favre was contemplating retirement every single no. off season. they no, were like, Look, we can't just a
0: franchise like this.
2: No, that's Favre being Favre. They run it.
0: Mike, and, wasn't it such you, that they were like... You, you, can, yeah. you can both be right, I think, in this instance. Yeah. yeah. You can I'm both be right in this instance. Yeah, listen, when you draft, when you draft, when you're a Hall of Fame caliber player, I would imagine—I don't know—but if you're a Hall of Fame caliber player, and you have that kind of career, and all of a sudden, you—they draft your your succession plan yeah. um, before you think you're ready. Yeah. Clearly, that that message uh, is is loud and clear. You know, there's and there's no easy way to do it. And you know, they did it—they did it up in New England with uh, Garoppolo, and you know, with, whether Tom Brady went to the owner and you know the whole thing. But you know, a couple of years later, he's he's gone too. Um, I just don't know for me, and I understand. Like, if you go from Green Bay and you're Aaron Rodgers, you're no, this is six there's, years there's, later. New England was six years, they drafted there's, there's, him in 2014. I mean, but, oh, was it that late? My yeah. apologies, and then he left, when, he left when you, yeah, when you think about teams that he would go to, right? There's got to be only a handful of franchises that Aaron Rodgers is willing to go to. I just don't know when I look out there, you know, maybe Pittsburgh. I just don't know if they have the pieces in place, but I so, hope so he doesn't Aaron go.
2: Rogers, Aaron Rodgers leaves, they bring back Pittfarves.
0: You know what? He, he would probably do it. He's got those copper sleeves on his elbows now. Well, <laughs> look, let's a, let's, look
1: Aaron Rodgers goes to Pittsburgh, okay? And he said, people come to Green Bay to play with me. He said, nobody wants to live in Green Bay or play in Green Bay or nothing. They only come to play with me. He said that. And so he goes to Pittsburgh. He's going to get a couple of you know veteran offensive linemen who are like, hey, come on, guys, let's do this. Let's make one final run. He's gonna maybe maybe get you know Devontae Adams to sneak over there. He he'll do it. He could do it. He's how like, did your
0: how did your D line do against the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line? Really well, very dominate good.
3: them. Yeah. dominate them.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. They're not they're not they're not a they're not playing very high level. Right now. But the, no. but but traditionally it's they have. It's a throwaway year for I, the Steelers. They're that.
2: throwing it away. The Steelers are throwing it away. I and I don't know if it's intentional or not. But well, not. I th-
1: I think they are trying to push. Ben Roethlisberger into retirement. I think they're trying to because they don't have the nerve to tell him to his face because he's very big. Have you seen how big he is? He's uh, yes. very big and he's very aggressive. So I think, I think they're all, like,
3: yeah. I think all Pittsburgh needs to do is sign Randall Cobb and replace Juju Smith-Schuster with him. That'll be enough. Yeah. Okay, so John, your prediction. Oh, so we had a, we had a twenty-seven to twenty-three prediction for the Packers. You know, I'm still gonna I'm gonna still gonna say the Packers win. Maybe like on the lines of thirty-one to 28 I would say that okay player of the game player of the game not Aaron Rodgers for sure he doesn't play well Um, maybe Aaron Jones you know okay okay
2: yeah I think it's going to be 27 27 it's going to go into overtime McPherson is going to kick a 70 yard field goal and then it will be 30 27 Bengals player of the game McPherson
1: yeah I look I think it's going to be a nail biter I think Joe Burrow, you know, he, the team is still growing. I'm going to go with 42-17 Bengals. I think that I think that you know it's just going to all come together.
2: What, what what kind of nails are we biting if it's fourth? I mean, like,
1: <laughs> why uh, why are we biting our nails then? Because Aaron Rodgers. Let's be honest. I mean, he's yeah. very talented. He could and, come back. Uh, Yeah, but but yeah. Okay, Mike. I just have one last question for you, Courtney promotion. Mike, you know that a good NFL franchise is all about money. Let's be honest. The football players that get paid the most, the franchises that spend the most, tend to do the best. It is. And, and this shows similarly, if you hear John now, do you hear how great he sounds? That is because he has a yes. new mic. We haven't paid for the mic. We have a few loan sharks chasing us for that money. And so we are trying to gather that money to get payoff John's mic, patreon.com slash dhsports, and also to get Dr. Hoji Delektra Smoji right. a mic like that, yeah. But uh, look, everybody, please go to Believe in Packers on iTunes, and Snotify, and Scratcher, and Spotify. all, the, all of those.
2: Stitcher, Stitcher.
1: Right, and go subscribe. Leave five-star review and tell Mike you love him and uh, follow yeah, him and, on twitter too yeah follow him on twitter as well as amon green subscribe to our show on youtube dnh sports and for mike Ward, dr hoji director gizmoji and john sheeran i'm daddy McDook. we will see you next time so long is Bye.